Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Shane. And let's just get on into it. Although it seems as if ages have gone by, the pandemic is still not really officially over. I mean, it's, well, it's been deemed officially over, but it's not over, right? And just over a year ago, we were still required to wear masks and practice social distancing. Now, while most of us have experienced a, a lot of relaxation in those areas, for some, the pandemic phase of their lives is just not over. And one of the immediate effects we faced during the inception of the pandemic was the change in our workflow. We were required to work from our homes. And this brought about a lot of components which we embrace in our daily routines. One of which is our topic for today's episode, virtual meetings. Now, virtual meetings are still used today as it saves us a lot of time, resources, and it's very convenient to just hop on a call. Now, the question we'll be discussing in this episode is whether the camera should remain on or off during the meeting. Now, there are some obvious advantages for virtual meetings, but the interesting thing is that these advantages do not apply to everyone. I mean, you'll see that in a bit. So one of the most one of the obvious advantages that video meetings offer is that it allows the participants to form a connection with each other and promote and promotes a more productive and collaborative environment for a team to communicate in and work in. Now you may have experienced that in every meeting, there's that one person who rarely speaks and has their video off. And that creates a sort of abrupt disconnect with the team, especially when everyone has their videos on and is participating. Well, by having videos on, you're able to see all of your team members. And it's a little easier for you to really absorb what they have to say and ask some questions even. When you're able to see the other person, the conversation instantly becomes more, well, interactive. Another reason why people prefer keeping their videos on during virtual meetings is that uh, due to the nonverbal cues they get. So let me explain. Basically, nonverbal cues mean nodding your head to approve, to approve of or disapprove of something, shrugging, giving a thumbs up, communicating with actions and not verbally. Now, many powerful leaders recognize that nonverbal cues, including body language, make up about 55% of all communication taking place, according to Forbes. So again, catching other people's body language and nonverbal cues while you're talking to them makes a process of communication virtually more efficient. Now, many of you might think to yourself, all of these reasons for why turning on your video are perfectly fine. 
But why do people prefer to keep their videos off? Well, those who like to keep their videos off also have very valid points. So let's talk about them. Now, even though you're attending virtual meetings by sitting on your home desks, logically, it may seem that virtual meetings will be less exhaustive than in-person meetings. But see, that's not always the case. A term has been invented for the exhaustiveness of person experiences while taking virtual meetings. And this is called Zoom fatigue. So how exactly does a person get exhausted by attending a virtual meeting? Well, for starters, almost everyone, including myself, is guilty of constantly looking at themselves during a meeting, assessing your facial expressions, how you look while listening to others, how others might be judging you or perceiving you while you're talking. It's very stressful to keep looking at your own face and criticizing it. I think everyone can relate to these mind games that don't only distract you, but also can be very tiring. So not only have you exhausted yourself, but you've also not been able to put any energy towards the actual task at hand. And another reason why people avoid turning their video on is simply because they don't want to show all the team members their homes. It's perfectly normal to be to like to shy away from showing your living room with your family members roaming around. But this is because you're conscious of your background or just like to keep things private. People face the anxiety of what if their kids run in or pets start to create distractions in the background. All these small things eventually pile up to distract the team member from the actual purpose of the meeting. And although people prefer video-based virtual meetings, others find them inefficient because it takes a lot of focus and concentration to pick up nonverbal cues from a computer screen. It's very unnatural and a lot harder than communicating with another person in real life. Thus, some people find it easy to just have their videos off so that the medium of communication is more straightforward in which, although some very basic nonverbal cues might have been relayed verbally, but at least a lot of energy is saved as everything is conveyed clearly, which requires a lot less energy to absorb. So now having discussed people's preferences, it has become pretty clear that the answer for whether keeping your video, your camera on or off is not in the form of a simple yes or no. It depends on the situation. In some cases, you should definitely keep your camera on. If you're the meeting facilitator, answering others' questions or giving a presentation, you should definitely have your video on so that you can grab your colleagues' attention and so that you can create an interactive session. But other than this, if it's your first time with a new team, you should definitely turn your camera on to make it easier for you to introduce yourself 
and create a good impression. And in general, if you're comfortable with your setting and if you feel like you can you can focus even with the camera on and that there are no distractions, you should definitely turn your camera on because let's be honest, it's very refreshing to see a person's face during a dull virtual meeting. In other cases, if you're attending a routine discussion with there being no need of you making an impression, then you can certainly keep your camera off and allow yourself to focus and process the ideas better. Moreover, as discussed before, if you're in a distracting environment, then you should also consider keeping your camera off because not only will you be distressed and anxious about your surroundings at all times, well, that brings us to the end of the episode. I want to thank you for joining me this week. And I look forward to next week. And until then, stay clear, focused, and as always, on purpose. Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. 